0: this is amazing fantasy football i am josh and over there is the bow to my dora yes that is our dogs the name of our dogs um anyways my little monster is off chewing on a bone of some sort uh how you doing tonight chris no i'm sorry Extended. God, I'm so I'm so glad I'm not married. <laughs> uh I am doing okay. I have been busy with work and after tomorrow i am done with training for like three weeks oh boy i've trained like five people in the last four weeks or four people in the last three weeks it's it's been a whirlwind man anyways that's enough of my real job uh, we are here to yeah we are here to talk about some fantasy football i don't know why i said it about like that but i did so in everyone's face i guess yeah it did try and stop me you can't. You can't go back in time. And if you can, why would you do that? Why would you go back in time for that? Chris, um, I believe you have some news for us. I had a question, and then I just it it went right out of my head. I was like, I was like, there it goes. give it, it, me give give it to me. No, I like I just I watched the question leave my head. I was like There fuck, there it goes.
1: Uh, Judge Sue L. Robinson has issued a ruling that the Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson should be suspended six games for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy. So he got six games, but the NFL is expected to pursue a significant increase in punishment of Deshaun Watson. Some league league sources are reporting the full season. We'll see. Maybe they get 10, maybe they get 12, and at the end of the day, onward and upward. Oh, go ahead.
0: Uh, to interrupt here, they also – Deshaun Watson doesn't have to pay any fines or give up any pay, and that was also another thing that the NFL was trying to pursue as well in their – Good call. Good call. Yep. Um, Their – what do you want to call it? Their rebuttal? Their – their Appeal. Appeal.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I could not um, could remember. They're, <laughs> they're <all> fair, right? <laughs> I could not remember it. Bes,
0: besides this POS uh, – this POS aside, that would be Deshaun Watson. So he's at least not playing for six games. How does that affect – Uh, Amari Cooper and, uh, Nick Chubb and, you know, Kareem Hunt
1: with presumably Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback for the first six games. How, what do you think, man? I think the clear, uh, or the most concerning one is Chubb. I think he's the one you're paying the most for. I think think so. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, I don't know where Amari's going. Maybe in the fifth, sixth. I don't, I mean, he's the second most significant, I suppose. I'm just saying he's immediately the one that I go to in terms of I really like the player, like the talent. I formerly liked the situation, and now the situation has become awful. At okay. Least, well, I mean, at least for six games, I guess you could say. Here's
0: my, here's my take. Mm-hmm. If memory serves correct, Marlon Mack was a RB2. This is what Marlon Mack was talking about with the Colts with Jacoby Brissett as his quarterback if memory serves correct. That's fair. That's fair. So, and the Browns have a pretty decent offensive line, uh, good enough to probably create holes for Chubb and Hunt and all of that. So Chubb's probably going to get bumped down, and I think you're going to maybe get him at a discount. Having said all that, Mm. Chris, we talked about this real briefly beforehand. Mm. I don't know if I can stomach to really support any Browns players or the Cleveland Browns as a professional franchise whatsoever because of all this the more I think about this entire situation, the more I don't want to have anything to do with the Cleveland Browns. That aside, it's a fantasy show. I think that if you're getting Nick Chubb in the second round, I think you should jump for joy. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not the player's fault. So it's not Nick Chubb's fault. No, it's not Kareem Hunt's fault. No, it's not Amari Cooper's fault. No, should you stay away from Deshaun? If you are any have any sort of social justice. Uh, you know SJW kind of blood within you, stay the hell away from Deshaun Watson. So, mm-hmm. that that that's
1: having said all that, I'm still in on. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't mention himself, Watson himself. I'm I'm more or less out on him because of a the suspensions, b don't particularly like the guy, and c, uh, you know single quarterback leagues. I can find somebody else. You know what I mean? Type of thing.
0: By, by week three, Deshaun Watson will be sitting on the waiver wire, and if you don't care about it, if you're strictly all about the fantasy football and don't care about what he does in his personal life or what has happened in his personal life, then, yeah, you can probably pick him up off the waiver wire in week three. Or you can trade for him dirt cheap for
1: someone who's yeah, probably Yeah, because you just, can't stash him on your IR, nor should you be able yeah. to. Yeah, uh, exactly. Last bit of let's, kind of— Yep, last bit of more kind of NFL, uh, uh, whatever front office news, whatever you want to call it. Boring news. Uh, The Dolphins will forfeit a first round selection in the 2023 draft and a third round selection in the 2024 draft. And owner Stephen Ross is suspended through October 17th. After league investigation, this was for the collusion, you call it? No, 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 not collusion. Interference they called it. Interference, the... yeah, courting or <laughs> whatever. Uh, I was surprised to learn that it happened back in twenty nineteen with Brady and the Dolphins. Yeah, because the
0: Dolphins were they came out and said that they were
1: like Yeah, but everybody you was know, just they that were that knee was...
0: deep in, in the whole mix for Brady and everything and trying to drive up the value of his uh-huh, contract uh-huh. and all that thing. If memory serves correct. Right. Right.
1: You know, and just... apparently
0: they weren't and yada yada and they got the Dolphins got caught, and other teams have done this in the past. Whatever. Yeah, that was, on. Uh,
1: the guys I like to listen to about real NFL news, uh, I whom opinions I trust, said basically just that. Josh, they were like, "We're not saying it's okay. We're just saying, hey, just you know, keep in mind this happens all the time." Um, on to the kind of more, I guess you could say, training camp injury and fantasy related news. Uh, Tim Patrick MRI confirmed that the Broncos standout wide receiver had a season-ending ACL injury. Bummer. I know that hurts uh, Josh uh, uh, pretty deep. There, I actually had to check your Dynasty roster. I was like, oh no, he doesn't have him. He just really likes the player. Um, <laughs> Late round value, dude, for Russell Wilson as a quarterback, TV three or wide receiver three in the offense. Well, there's been a lot of. I feel like Judy's been falling. I don't. I think there's a lot of pushback against Judy. I think. I think, I think he's so of the clear. Guy, if uh, you, you want to go there, um, uh, as it relates to more Broncos news uh, of pass catchers, K- uh, KJ Hamler activated off the PUP list, so that's good news there. Uh, Steelers and Deontay Johnson reached an agreement uh, on a two-year deal that averages eighteen point three five five million a year. So it's a nice little size for the team to swallow. I think it was only what did I just say? Two years? Two years. Um, Gross. Um, I think he's a great player. Honestly, I think he's vastly I don't underrated. Like him. Um, and he's dropped the ball some, and apparently Josh A lot. like damn you to hell if you drop the ball. I think he'll be fine.
0: That's fine. I mean, I don't know. The one thing I don't like about De- uh, Deontay Johnson still, and, and I think that actually mm-hmm. really he, he makes something. me want to not
1: touch him <laughs> whatsoever, is yeah. the fact that they're talking about Mitch Trubisky.
0: Being his, quarterback. you know, I
1: was, I was gonna, I wasn't, but now I am gonna pause on this bit of news for a minute. I think it's probably more important. I think we all knew what Deontay was gonna be coming into to, uh, 2023. Uh, target monster. It's gonna have some. Gonna have some. Sorry, 2022. Gonna have some. <laughs> gonna have some, some drop sees. Um, one might infer that he had some pretty inferior quarterback play the last couple of years. Um, however, there's also you could also infer that you know, Trubisky and a uh, Pickett are not. You know, an upgrade. Um, but I think this says something about what they have in their quarterback stable. I think it either says, you know, hey, we believe in the future of Pickett uh, more than maybe we even we thought, or maybe Trubisky, and we're willing to, you know, sew up a, I don't know, top 15 at the position talent. So, yeah. Uh, onward and upward. I like your optimism. Let's put it that way. Marquise Brown was arrested for criminal speeding. He he was at practice today. That's important to mention. Uh, timing, was uh, okay. Was yeah, that in Arizona? The actual crime, I assume so. Cause, okay, uh, so was, just as someone who amp, used yeah. as someone
0: who used to live in Phoenix, um, if you were going more than 15 miles an hour over the speed limit, they will arrest you on the spot. So, so it's which tricky. is which is funny considering that in Phoenix, if you want to drive on the freeway, you have to go at least 20 miles an hour over the speed limit. To just to keep up with traffic they're easily
1: going 95 on the freeway no exaggeration whatsoever i understand your reference okay uh, uh they go pretty fast in texas the speed limits on the interstates are very high in texas uh i assume in arizona you've got a lot of kind of wide open road because desert i i don't know uh so that's interesting so you're what you're saying is the fact that he yeah he's gonna be in some trouble perhaps <laughs> uh but, but again he was not practiced today Mm-hmm. onward uh, tight end irv smith for the vikes for the vikings uh, suffered a th- thumb injury yesterday and had surgery today coach of kevin oh. o'connell told reporters he has not been ruled out for the opener as of yet so a little concern there um hey chris for, i also oh, I haven't a been ruled out for the target. opener you what's that
0: i also haven't been ruled out for the opener
1: um, considering you're not on an NFL roster, yes, 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 sir, you have. <laughs> that's what makes it true. <laughs> uh, a wide receiver, uh, Van Jefferson, which is what his last name. No, that's his full name, isn't it? His first name is Van, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, I think it's re- actually Vansent.
1: Vansent? No, hard. I just made that up. <laughs> I had this flashback of an old Denver player. I'm like Vance Johnson, I think it was. There was a J oh, in there. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a receiver for the Broncos. Anyway, a wide receiver, Van Jefferson, is scheduled to undergo knee surgery tomorrow with a time wow. to return in a few weeks. Team is unaware of his week one availability. Want to take a
0: stab at Van Jefferson's real name? Van DeLay. Hmm, good guess. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not it's good enough. Van Chi Van- Van- G- LaShawn Jefferson, Jr. Ooh, all right v-a-n-c-h-i-i love it yeah that's uh, i've never seen that name before a
1: little bit more receiver news a little bit more hurt receiver news detroit lions quintus cephas was helped off the practice field today with an apparent leg injury i i, I looked couldn't find any much else right now Just <laughs> did, you also, with, with did, did you also did you also look to see who cared and you couldn't find anyone no i didn't look that hard um <laughs> Probably hard. I probably look harder than I should have already. Let's put it that way. Lions, uh, a little more Lions news. What the heck? I feel like there's a lot of Lions in the news. Uh, Lions announced they signed free agent running back Just, Justin Jackson. Me and Josh talked a little bit about this off-air. Um, it's significant for depth in the real NFL, and it's significant for fantasy in terms of, hey, Swift has been hurt. You know, that's about the end of that uh, discussion. Um Cowboy, I've, I should have put the receiver with the other receivers. Oops, Cowboy's wide receiver, James Washington, fractured his right foot. Uh, he is expected to miss, uh, to be out six to ten weeks. Similar injury to what a teammate of his, DeMarcus Lawrence, suffered last year. And he missed ten games. So, a guy that pushes off his foot. Not a receiver, but a defensive end. That's yeah, all man. the news it, I've got. That's,
0: that's interesting that a defensive end... Mm.
1: Miss ten weeks, whereas a wide receiver I can't see that wide receiver would miss less. Coming time back a... sooner, well, smaller man, smaller smaller guy. That, that how many how many weeks Joe. could that make a difference though? Honestly, uh, four days, uh, an entire week, maybe he comes back in nine weeks. I don't know when their buy is. Um, real quick before we move on to our diamonds in the rough at the running back position, I would quickly say it's significant in that I don't know they've been mentioning Will Fuller on. Cowboys beat, if you will. Um, I've been seeing Will Fuller going to every team, so a couple I do names uh, What's the Rodgers that used to be in Green Bay? Amari? No, he's still oh. in Green Bay. Mm, maybe it was somebody else then. It's not that, that super important, but uh, we're trying to figure out who's going to play the sec- second or third fiddle at the position. Uh, my take is, as a uh, highly invested dynasty uh, 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 manager of a couple pieces of Dallas and a fan. A couple? <laughs> Josh, let me finish. <laughs> is is the um, I, I do for uh, and I again. This is gonna sound Homer and also for my dynasty team, but I do think Pollard and more importantly Schultz is kind of you're gonna soak up a lot of those targets uh, early in the season. Do they still have that other tight end? Um jarwin Road. no jarwin went to shoot i don't remember man i want to say green did bay he... or vegas i don't remember i thought he went somewhere Oops. east could be i'm
0: waiting right. waiting to really keep in touch with your players there mr Cowboys. fan
1: busy man all right chris we're
0: here to talk about some diamonds in the rough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at yes. the running back position last week we did quarterbacks we shared one quarterback will we share a running back Let's find out. I have no idea who you picked other than Abraham Lincoln.
1: Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know
0: that Abraham Lincoln was rector- resurrected and uh, played in the NFL. Th- he's
1: a little tall for the position, even though he's from the...
0: Yeah, well, I said that about Cordell Patterson, too. So, yeah. uh, anyways, I'm going to get it started here, Chris. And just to start off, I wanted to find guys like quarterbacks that are going in the 10th rounder later. Um... So, I, I, this made a, this made a little hard, but I was also going for guys that had could either were going to be usable in week one or within the first couple of two three weeks. I think that there's a there's a case you could start any of these guys in a three or in a like a twelve man league. So,
1: having said that, my first guy. Can I interject real quick? Yes. You can do whatever you want, Chris, so, but yeah. So, okay. so in a <laughs> free country, in a manner of speaking, would you say you kind of took a similar approach that you took with the QBs, except that you're not necessarily only banking on like a, a hot start in week one. What you're kind of getting at is a hot start in fantasy in general is only very, very much beneficial to you as a fantasy manager. And if you can get a hot asset that, you know, a, 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 that we're going to be talking about tonight at a discount, then maybe you you've got a trade piece maybe you've got more depth at a very important position yeah so. i i didn't want i didn't
0: want to go for guys that were well this is like handcuffs or guys that were like well if this guy gets injured a couple of my guys are if this guy gets injured he's gonna be oh, great yeah. but i've got my but he's sure not but they're Absolutely. but they're gonna they're gonna potentially have standalone value too in fact, you uh, or could make the argument
1: potentially. all potentially, guys are based on injury, but uh, I did not. So but I, wanted, I wanted
0: to stay. I wanted to stay away from that because I wanted guys. That's That's the point of the diamonds in the rough. Guys that are either going to be valuable in week one, or they could potentially pop off in week one, but they're already on your team because you drafted them really late, and you don't have to go and spend a bunch of fab getting them, especially because they're running backs. So you're going to have to spend up for them. You know. Having said that, first guy, Naeem Hines. Yes, I'm a Colts fan. Yes, I've talked about Naim Hines already in this preseason, but I'm going to beat this drum again. You have to have some belief in Naim Hines here. Belief. And that's exactly what I have in him. He is currently going as an RB 44 off the board or 122nd overall. 120th 20th, 20th 22nd, 22th. My notes are very <laughs> unclear. Um oh, that's that's approximately the 1002. Right. Um, what's up? I said okay. Um, you have to have, you have to believe you have to believe that he's going to replicate his 2018 and 2020 seasons. And both those years, he was targeted over 75 times and had exactly 67, 63 receptions in those years. That's something you can believe in. Here's something else you can believe in: Heinz's health. He's played in at least 16 games in every single season of his NFL career. That's four years. I like that. This guy has been durable. Yes, he hasn't had a crap ton of usage, but he has gotten usage. And because of the. uh, And. Here's the problem with Naeem Hines. He's not much of an in between the tackles kind of guy, because he's a smaller back, but he's more of a pass catcher. Because of this, we should probably look at the Colts' newest old quarterback. And that is matt ryan <laughs> sorry <laughs> struck my funny <laughs> Yep. last year matt ryan targeted his running backs 26 26.1 percent of the time per fantasy data.com mm-hmm. that was the most out of all nfl quarterbacks two point that is 2.2 percentage points more than the number two guy who happens to be sam Darnold. in case you're wondering chris There's some precincts and talk of wanting to get Hines more involved in the passing game, and I believe that for two different reasons. A, the Colts receiving weapons aren't exactly the Randy Moss, Chris Carter duo. Yeah, that's showing my age a little bit, but whatever. Um, And B, as amazing as JT was last year, he had 372 touches. I don't think the Colts want to give him that many touches this year if they don't have to. That's a lot for a modern NFL runner. I mean, I think Derrick Henry one year had like four hundred and sixty something of memory serves. Correct. But yeah, they don't want Jonathan Taylor also has a lot of tread on his tires from college as well. So I don't know if they want to really run Taylor into the ground, especially if they're looking at a deep playoff run or a playoff run of any of any sort. Mm -hmm. So because of all that. Naeem Hines, man. Even if there is a a, a minor JT injury, heaven forbid, that keeps him sideline for a week or two, that should probably jump Naeem Hines' value by at least 50%. So I'm I'm thinking Naeem Hines has some value. It's a little rich for me. I'd like to get him a little bit later, but as the RB forty four off the board, like he's probably like your RB five at best, you know? So why not, man? A lot of these guys are going to be why nots, but like, why not Naeem Hines? Easily, especially in like a 12 or a or even an even bigger league. Dude, he might even make your starting roster in that case. Or especially any, if any you former, went like. And any
1: form of PPR obviously is.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
1: That does come with that, Kevin. But we always go by half PPR scoring. So yeah, I think it was already uh, uh, implied, but I wanted to mention
0: mm-hmm. it.
1: Thank you. What yeah, do you so think we... about Naeem Hines? Does that kind of pique your interest in him a little bit? I've loved the player. Um, I think you have. If you're going to sign up for that, you have to be on the side of things that it, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, a, you know, a, a decrease in Jonathan Taylor's uh, eliteness. You know, I think he's still everything you're you're paying up for in the beginning of your draft. Jonathan Taylor is, but if Matt Ryan can finish his career strongly. We're, we're we're cooking with oil. You know what I mean. Like that, that, I, I thats think, a word. What's that? <laughs> strongly. That's attacking. a word. Strongly. It is. It's. What <laughs> I feel. I feel attacked. <laughs> I mean. Anyway, um, <laughs> I got my next guy. My first guy, should I say? Um, and I, I'll I'll preface it uh, kind of like Josh did in saying that I took a different approach uh, again this week. Um, I don't necessarily think that the diamonds in the rough is a hot start type of thing. Um, although as I mentioned a moment ago. Getting a hot start in fantasy is vastly important, so I absolutely love the approach uh, Josh is taking. Mine, again, is more of a deep dive into ADP, uh, 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 bargain basement hunting, last pick of your draft, first couple of weeks waiver wire pickup. Yes, a little bit of predatory on uh, uh, injury, uh, proneness, if you will. <laughs> um, uh, but also, um, you know, situation and offenses uh, as is always important. So my first guy is Abram Smith with the New Orleans Saints. Um, there's certain takes in fantasy that I feel like I warm up to more as the off season and especially the preseason moves along, and I keep thinking there's nowhere to go to up for, but nowhere to go up, but up for New Orleans offense, uh, uh, the likes of Jameis Winston, uh, Michael Thomas, whom I still am very negative on, but again, some of the positivities is growing for me. Um, now let's address the elephant in the room here with Alvin Kamara. Um, obviously, the legal tr- troubles. Are you calling Alvin Kamara fat? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Obviously, the, the legal troubles are uh, looming, uh, in a manner of speaking. Um, I will p- put this out there. I'm not a lawyer. Lately, the vibe is we're not going to see a suspension this season. Hey, I could be. That could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm not saying it's predicated on this. I think this guy could maybe have. Uh, he'd have to steal the job, the number two job. Uh, if if Camaro was not to be suspended, but Camaro will be 28 next season. Uh, he has a 16 million dollar cap hit next season, and 19 million in dead money. Uh, so just just from a dynasty's perspective, they're looking a little bit of a long game. Uh, the guys in the backfield, um, you know, I guess you could say in front or, and also behind Mr. Abram Smith is Mark Ingram, 32 yep. years old. Uh, tony mm-hmm. jones i have seen nothing from him dwayne washington assuming it's the same dwayne washington is a uber receiving back in fact i think i saw a blurb said he's been there four years and he has 47 carries so he's not a threat to take it from abram smith on the ground at least um and then divine Zigbo, uh, Exig- again more you know quote unquote no names Even Divino Zigbo was kind of more of a pass-catching back, if memory serves, Uh correct? I also thought he was bigger. I thought he was more like a fullback. Oh, really? I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Keep talking. I'll look at that up. Hey, big guys can catch, too. Um, No, they can't, Chris. Yeah, so even if Mark Ingram is the second guy behind Kamara, at 32 years old, I just don't think he could tote the load for a long stretch. I consider Mm. six games a pretty long stretch in the NFL at the running back position. If, in fact, that's what Kamara gets. If, in fact, a suspension happens. Uh, Again, this is a little bit predicated on his talent, thinking that he should probably be the number two. Uh, They did get him, uh, I guess, free and clear uh, as an undrafted free agent. I don't have the numbers here, but I included it in my analysis at another show we did around maybe rookie draft time for Dynasty, maybe July or June. Anyway, um, he was given unprecedented uh, guaranteed money for a undrafted free agent. Like there's a certain range you can do and all the folks have fallen on the lower end of the, uh, middle to lower end of the range and he was very much high. I don't have the number. Uh forget. Are we me.
0: talking about Divine Zigbo or or Abram or Smith. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln? Oh for just God bless America. I don't remember his, <laughs> I don't remember his name, <laughs> his sorry. <name> Abram
1: <laughs> Smith. Uh, okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, so and his bas- his pass blocking has been uh, a highlight so far in camp. Uh, he's a bigger back at 5'11" 221. Uh, he had over 1,600 rushing yards in 2021 for Baylor with a 6.2 average. Uh, he has a defensive-minded head coach, and Abram Smith used to play linebacker. He also used to play running back, so so he played some linebacker for Baylor. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, wait. We're going to go back and and revisit that statement. As the story he al- goes. also used to be a running back. <laughs> as the story goes, he was a running back in high school. He was a running back for Baylor when uh, he first started, however— on the depth chart freshman so are you recommending he played really guy well i'm almost stu- currently running no back. he is a running back <laughs> he is a running back and he uh yeah he, he just played running back really well for baylor um and uh here are some strengths from his draft profile on info.com uh above average feel for cutback timing on inside zone he's a zone predicated guy he's a super great fit for zone not necessarily the other stuff uh, understands how to press the line and set up blocks. Runs with linebackers with a linebackers mentality to finish. Plays the role of hammer into contact. Size and toughness to work with impacts protection and proved his value as a special teamer. Uh, a special teamer could keep him on the roster as an undrafted free agent. But again, remember, undrafted free agent that has, like the highest uh, guaranteed oh, money no. like ever. <laughs> or something crazy like that. So that's my spiel about uh, Aaron Smith. I think he's got a lot to offer at the position. I think there's some question marks in front of him on the depth chart, and I don't think there's a whole lot behind him on the depth chart. I think he could surprise some folks. Okay. Speaking of guys in depth charts, this is one of my guys that
0: I think has... has some hurdle, a hurdle or two to climb over. Do you climb over a hurdle? Jump over a hurdle? You do jump. You do jump. Um, and that is, but it's a guy, it's a rookie that I really
1: liked. And I, we talked about him um, right hur- after the draft. I a hurdle can be can be just an obstacle that you have to overcome also. It doesn't literally have to be a hurdle on a track. Yes, clear. it does, Chris. No, it doesn't. Yes, oh, it does. That might be an obstacle. It might be an obstacle. Climbing an obstacle. Yes. Like in the Army with the big wooden stuff. Okay. Continue your astute analysis there.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go with the astute part. But I will continue <laughs> with my analysis. <laughs> I never claimed my analysis would be astute or even analysis. <laughs> How dare I speak out of turn? <laughs> it, it will just be lists.
1: Oh, Anyways,
0: uh, I, my, my, my second guy is Tyre Algier. Um, nice. I thought what of
1: should go for him. Yep.
0: Currently RB 53 or 144th oh, uh, or 12.12 12 overall. So the very end of the 12th round. Algier's... I, I really hope I'm saying his, his name right. He's a power he's a powerhouse back. And and is finally here at BYU, as I'm calling him, Ty All. You're gonna be really sick of my, my nicknames by the end of this episode, by the way. Ty All is, uh, had a one thousand one hundred and forty three yards after contact in, in his last year. That why was not, second most at all of college football. He had four point two yards after contact per attempt. Why not
1: that t- was tenth why not most. Tiger? Why not Tiger?
0: No, <laughs>
1: Kyle.
0: Uh 76 forced missed tackles. That was 6th most. All those stats are p- per PFF.com. Mm-hmm. Those are great numbers. Tyall is a great between-the-tackles runner that the Falcons have been sorely missing for quite a while. Um, as good as Cordell Patterson was last year, we all know that he broke down towards the end of the season. He kind of hit that uh, hit a wall. I mean, he, he was 30 years old last year. He's now 31. Patterson was able to catch lightning in a bottle last year but only for part of the season it wasn't a full season I, I don't know if he at 31 he can really duplicate that twice and even for even part of a season this coming year um, the other reason why I believe in Tyle is that Damian Williams the guy who's supposedly in front of him is cannot be better than him I mean Damian Williams I liked him in Chicago and he could not get pass the rookie Khalil Herbert, which Khalil Herbert was pretty good last year for a rookie coming in and kind of filling in for David Montgomery here and there. Mm-hmm. But man, I was I was kind of I was kind of hyped for Damian Williams going from the Chiefs to the Bears and, you know, kind of backing up uh, 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 Monty there. But I just I, I'm kind of I kind of soured on Damian Williams. So Ty Hall, I mean, he's I think he's at I think come week one, he'll be like the short yardage guy slash goal line guy that Patterson probably isn't. And here's the, here's his ticket to, here's his ticket to, um, being on the field more, to more playing time. Is that one of his strengths coming out of college was he was a great pass blocker, which obviously from college to NFL is, is a pretty big obstacle, um, to overcome, but you know, and there's also the, the whole, tim soul thing the best shape of his life chatter out of falcons camp whatever i'm not really interested in that
1: but uh, uh who's getting that chatter algier or yeah oh. usually they that shape of it's his just, life he's a rookie <laughs> yeah that's what I, that's why i was like what but uh
0: you know <laughs> that's, uh, for uh, real soon, i saw it on multiple I sites i was it. like what I the just, hell i just, was, just he a, was he a big fatso in college it, it just I hits mean, that
1: nail on the head that He's like he's like 5'11. Yeah, it's the it's that the best. What the hell? <laughs> it's best shape of your life season.
0: Yeah, exactly. Everyone's in the best shape of their life. Yeah. Except
1: for Leonard Fournette, who's in the worst shape <laughs> of his life. <laughs> no, dude he, lost, dude, he lost like ten pounds in three days, I swear. Judging by what I read. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyways.
0: So Tyler Algiers, I mean like the end of the twelfth. I mean, I'm I'm guessing that this is that this has gotta be going up, man. I don't believe in Cordell Patterson as a, as the a primary back in Atlanta. I don't even know if they really want him to be. I think that they spent, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was a fourth rounder in Algiers.
1: As he, you
0: that's know. Okay. He,
1: Nowadays, that's a reasonable investment. Meaning, yeah, no especially matter how you for, look at it. Especially for a guy yeah, that yeah,
0: maybe yeah. is more of a, a role player than, than uh, every down back, which he could be. He was never really asked to catch that much in college, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that he can't. You know, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Who knows? I mean. I, I like my next. I
1: like my last guy the most, and it's not just because I was going to say I'm not ready to bury Damian Williams. I, I am. I'm not necessarily ready to draft him either. I'm just saying I'm not ready to bury him in terms of something in the way of Algier or Patterson. The same goes for Patterson. Um, but are you saying Powderson? Patterson, no Patterson. Patterson. Uh, shut up. But the. Uh, <laughs> But I'm rooting for Algier. Yeah, I hope he gets it. Um, I hope he gets the second or lead role. But uh, he's got a little bit in his way, for sure. Uh, my next guy, uh, I will see oh, you.
0: Before, before you before you go there, um, uh-huh. I think Algiers is one of those guys that I think come, season, come draft season, you know, like a few weeks from now, that he's probably not going to rise too much. But I think he's definitely one of those guys that if you drafted him, after week one he could be one of those steals am i if he doesn't pan out in week one i'm probably going to hang on to him for a couple weeks so he's not getting good playing time
1: cut him yeah you know yeah he shouldn't at this point or, i'm sorry 13th round uh saying? end of the 12th okay very yeah. end of the 12th yeah so last last dart throw before kicker and defense or something like that is is a way to look at that practically
0: okay oh no that's my next guy next so
1: guy ahead. i've got i'll see your d williams and raise you a d williams i kind of cheated and went three guys in one here um spreading a wide net uh trying to take advantage of a situation again lining all my situ- all my uh choices tonight are uh you know, yep. based on situation and something happening in front of them for some reason or the other uh, we've got Eno Benjamin, Daryl Williams, and Keontae Ingram. Ah,
0: see what we are sort
1: of sharing one, and I have a hard stance on
0: this. Go so ahead.
1: Um, to get this out of the way, I kind of tacked on Keontae at the end there. You care. know, you know me. I love my rookie running backs, but I don't have a ton on him. Let me, let me, let me continue and get 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 this out of the way here. Uh, real quick, ADP for Daryl Williams is uh 160 that's uh, the 13.3 pick uh rb57 i have uh, 1404 did, i think i think Ingr- one ingram's, of us did our math wrong ingram's the next at the 19.8 so now we're talking what free undrafted uh, rb73 and eno benjamin uh even more so uh 26th hound and rb 93 so uh and Eno benjamin has been getting some uh, positive press here i'm not trying to base too much on any fluff pieces or, any, or anything like that yeah here. i heard that last year too uh, but i'm expecting a statistical a strong statistical regression uh from james connor uh after his you know best season ever um and you know again address the elephant in the room he hasn't been the bastion of health although he's i did not look that
0: f- at- he's not that fat chris jesus <laughs>
1: not saying that. Um, although I did go back and look at his games played and whatnot, and it's it's, it's not as bad as I thought. Although there was only six games in 2020? 2020, I think? Maybe 2020. That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, other than that, it was only two or three games. It felt like only two or three games each season, but he must have been pulled from multiple games. You know what I mean? Especially when you're fantasy manager. It's just the dagger, man. So anyway, uh, Connors, 27. Um, thought I had something about his contract. I guess I don't. Um, I think they can get out of it after next year. Let's move on from that. Uh, going back to Conte Ingram, highlight of him here is he had 89 career catches in college. That's a butt-ton, dude, for for a running back in college. Uh, mm-hmm. remi- reminder, that was Texas and finished up with USC. Uh, Daryl Williams had a career la- uh, year last year with 144 carries, six touchdowns, and 57 targets. I think Williams mm-hmm. was a sneaky good signing for a team... Uh, with a bit with big aspirations quite a lot of pressure on uh the Divas starting quarterback and the uh, genius offensive minded head coach uh, hey, in arizona okay. uh there's been quite a lot of uh you know benjamin hype coming out of camp the last couple of days he could be more of a chase edmonds type uh that they want to compliment connor and then you know Potentially, the pendulum could swing back towards kind of that. uh, I don't know if they were ever 50-50 per se, uh, but but a very close uh, share uh, running back by committee, if you will. Just to save Connor for the playoffs, because I think he's proven some clutchness. He's proven some uh, nose for the uh, red zone, end zone. Um, So, you know, I think Connor could absolutely have a role. I just think they need somebody to spell him. And I think they want somebody to to help out. um, Who do you think it is? if you have a healthy Connor, I think Eno Benjamin is the compliment to a healthy Connor. But I think Daryl Williams has shown us in the past on, again, a higher volume offense that he can kind of do it all, man. He's good on the, he's good on the goal line and he can catch the ball well enough to, to, to produce for you in a fantasy uh, spectrum there. Okay. So here's where we overlap, Chris, Daryl Williams or D Willie. Uh, <laughs>
0: D. Uh. <laughs> how how good was D. Willie last year, Chris? He was the RB twenty two. How is the RB twenty two from last year going as the RB fifty seven this year? How mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how, Chris? Uh,
1: Here's I'm, the I'm thing: upset, I, yeah. I
0: so the Cardinals got rid of Chase Edmonds, which which is fine. They didn't want to pay him what he wanted. He went to he went to Miami for whatever reason. I think he went to Miami, then a bunch of other back signed, and he's like, "What the hell, Miami?" Um, <laughs> Anyways, real? D. Willie he went to the he went to the Cardinals and I love this landing spot a because I have D. Willie on my on my dynasty team. Also, I have James Conner, so I'm pretty happy about this. Um, the Chase Edmonds, as we all kind of know, is that you know he has some electricity on the ground, but he was more of a pass catching guy. Unfortunately, to say that, but that's really true if you look at his usage in Arizona. Actually, not the last year, but the previous two the previous two years. Um. That was kind of Chase Edmonds' role for the Cardinals, and he did get some work on the ground. He was okay with it, but not that great. But Daryl Williams, um, he had the he was the ninth best uh, running back as far as his pass catch rating at eighty two point five
1: percent. Nice. best. What? Nice. I just fifty seven targets. Yeah. He must have caught a butt ton of those balls. I just yeah. And, okay, for-
0: and then. Uh, he, that was the ninth-best running back. That was the 12th-best overall out of all pass catchers in the NFL. This is per TeamRankings.com. Uh, Chris, do you know who the number one guy was in pass catch rate?
1: Oh, gosh. I, I'm sorry. I had the position at running back? In general. Oh, jeez. Uh, I don't know. Uh, who's He's with the Arizona Cardinals. Edmonds?
0: It is James Conner. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was, Do you know who the best wide receiver was, also with the Cardinals? Your boy Rondale Robbins, or damn it, Rondale what's his Moore. last name? Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore, best wide receiver, best catch rate. I don't know; they didn't specify what catch rate is. But I mean, obviously, rate, that usually true. catch rate is like percentage of balls caught that were catchable, catchable balls at you. you know? Yeah, 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 not targets, but like catchable. I mean, balls. obviously, he has a small sample
1: size, so that percentage yeah. is.
0: Anyways, so. I'm looking at Daryl Williams. I, I I hate to be like, well, Chase Edmonds out and Daryl Williams is in, but Daryl Williams reminds me a lot of Chase
1: Edmonds, man. Uh, and he's a bigger I back, just... though. So, more thump to his game. But he can yeah. catch.
0: He can catch, absolutely. I mean, just... Dude, I sense. have him down as going as the 5th, the 1404. I, maybe you did your math wrong. Maybe I did. I'm not gonna sit here and redo the math here on, on air. But uh, we'll just say that you're right. Just whatever. I don't give a. I don't give a crap. Um, so in 2021, Darrell Williams had seven games with 12 or more touches, and only two of those games did he score less than 12 fantasy points. In three of those games, though, he scored more than 20 20 fantasy points. What did Chase Edmonds do? Who I am comping as far as you know skill set and everything in this one. Chase Edmonds also had seven games with twelve or more touches, and every single one of those games he had more than 10, he had at least ten fantasy points. But he only had one game with more than twenty fantasy points. Was D. Willie a little inconsistent? Sure, but for a guy that's going in, we'll say the thirteenth or fourteenth. Holy Moses, man. Do we really need to start thinking about him? I'm not worried about, you know, Benjamin. I think, you know, Benjamin is a seventh round pick that's there for depth. I could care less about him. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, your boy Keontae Parker. I'm having problems with those names today, Chris. What's his his last name? Keontae Ingram. Ingram, thank you. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Perhaps Perhaps he's the guy, but... I mean they didn't
1: exactly give Daryl Williams nothing. That's why I like, included all three of them. Co- I think it's a backfield I, I don't mean to be Mr Connor negativity, but that's why I included all three. It's it's a backfield situation to keep an eye on. Uh even with a healthy Connor, I think again, I think he gets spelled. I think he Oh wow. Daryl Williams has a next to nothing contract. So I mean Yeah. All, a,
0: all these guys all these guys behind James Connor are completely expendable though. That's the thing. Like as far as draft capital
1: and or oh, for sure contracting well, They'll, they'll keep him because he's brand new and free, uh, for you know, cheap. Should I say rookie contract running back? They're all cheap. Darrell uh, Williams, and, and, and one I point, like what Ingram one point one nine million dollars. That's his contract. I like, I like what Ingram can do through the year. That's that's kind of what. That's how I see Ingram and Benjamin related is pass catching. But anyway, we don't want to spend too much more time on the Arizona backfield. I've got. I'm up next, right? Yes. I – yeah, but I think that's worth mentioning. I, I, dude, I, the more I looked at Daryl Williams, and, and I love that we overlapped on Daryl Williams. He, he's the one I really focused on when I picked this group. But, but I, I couldn't help but ignore some of the hype about Benjamin. I but couldn't... there was hype about him last year too. Um, I understand that you can say that about multiple players. Um, but Daryl Williams can kind of do it all, so that's why he's the top of that. I'm process. sorry, who? I mean. Do you are you talking about D. Willie? No, I definitely am not. Um, so on to my next guy, uh, Chris. Uh, I'm not Captain America Evans. Uh, we've got an ADP of 252 overall, so that's the 21st round, the 21.0. <laughs> don't th- even draft that many players, Chris. RB 78. But I just want to f- <laughs> emphasize I did my math right on the Arizona Cardinals guys. Uh, so anyway, uh, we just co- we called you the winner because I don't care for
0: context. Yeah,
1: uh, Samaj P. Ryan's ADP is. Uh, very, they're like very near each other. In fact, they're right next to each other RB77, RB78. Evans has some size. That's important to mention. I'll get to that in a moment. He's 5'11", 216. That's going to help him with durability and pass blocking, both of which will keep him on the field more uh, if he were to wrestle away the number two job from Samaj P. Ryan, who has been very underwhelming. Um, this is a highlight I loved about him. Um, you, Kind of a theme, I guess, uh, throughout the night. Uh, PFF ranked him Uh, with an 84.3 receiving grade it's important to mention uh, uh, a sample size uh, you know I I think we mentioned about it I mentioned it about a player of yours where it was like he barely got any so uh, but when he did he caught the ball very well and uh, that's been the way they've been using him in Cincy Uh, Joe Mixon while only 26 has been dinged up I think uh, as a fantasy manager we can all kind of agree on that um but again i look back at his games played and it's like i mean how critical are we i guess it really hurts because it's all it it feels like it's always at the end of the year because that's how injuries pile up it's a very important position that's very shallow Uh, anyway uh mixon has been dinged up uh, as i mentioned uh Uh, he missed a ton of time in 2020 uh, but generally he played most games uh, he has only uh, been serviceable as a pass catcher mixon that is only serviceable as a pass catcher he's not been that impressive in, in my mind um uh, I don't think they necessarily will see him in that role hmm. uh you know like uh, like the Steelers use their running backs like you know 80 percent or whatever or i I just i think they want to keep him a little more fresh and I think by spelling him in the pass game Mick, uh Evans could sneak in there uh, over a P-Rhyme. Uh, and then, of course, the you know the uh, mix and injury uh, again a theme of the night. High-powered offense. Okay, maybe not the Saints. That's fair. But uh, high-powered offense. Love the Bengals offense for a running back. Um, to, yeah. to, 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 uh, where was I? I. Yeah. So to, I so to, to to fill your to fill the
0: void here, I am. Mm-hmm. I used to like Chris Evans. The more I look into him, the more he's just kind of a guy. He's, and same with Samage P. Ryan. They're kind of More or less The same person They're both just guys They're depth pieces They're not None of them are Really going are, They're not there To try and usurp Joe Mixon As the number one Back there But they're not even close That's the thing um, and, and according to Rotowire uh I saw earlier while looking for some news is that Chris Evans is still behind Samaj P. Ryan in the pecking yep. order. That's so that's why I mentioned what I mentioned. He's gotta he's gotta pass him. Yeah. I, I don't. I I'm I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wanted a... to reiterate that that I'm like I, I'm like I'm not anti Chris Evans, you know, like like let, let's get this straight. I'm not trying to ride the fence here, but just like I I mean, if I had to choose, like I've seen what Samaj we've all seen what Samaj P Ryan is. He's literally just a guy. Like he's just he's a guy with a unique name. Like that's all he is. And Chris Evans is a guy with a very common name
1: who is probably a little bit better than Samadji I think P. Ryan. Evans is, is a little more than just a guy. Um, I think if that were the case, they would have addressed position in the draft, which they didn't. Uh, same with they free did. Ag- they same with free agency. Um, they did. They had a bit more pressing
0: needs, especially on defense.
1: Yeah, and uh, and apparently they didn't have a full complement of picks. Oh, okay, just oh. A sixth. No, they were just missing a sixth round. Okay. Technically, yeah, I was I was correct. That's not a full complement of picks, but I wanted to point that out. Um, there you have it, sir. That's my uh, three diamonds in the rough for the night. You got one more for us? No, because my last one was Daryl Williams. Did you? St- i knew that i knew that because you started so um, um while you were talking i was trying to pull up a mock draft if you think we've got time we're yeah let's uh let's officially
0: 40. end the show as far as the recording but we can keep the stream going as far as uh you know as far as the mock draft
1: so we've had, <laughs> I, I just glared at you <laughs> What? I don't know why it was so funny to me. I'm hovering over jerk. the button to stop recording. I was like, "This makes too much sense. I don't like it." And I glared at you. <laughs> and I looked at myself, looking at you. I was like, <laughs> "This is weird." So uh, now it'll make sort of more sense for the editing. Please go ahead.
0: For the recording, we have been Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh. You can follow me on Twitter at amazing or at uh, Josh AFFB. You can follow Chris at I don't remember. <laughs> AFFB Chris Jeepers Creepers man At AFFB Um, Chris Yes
1: I need to rehearse So we've been amazing
0: Fantasy Football Stay tuned next week We'll have a wide receiver Diamonds in the rough And until then Have a good night everyone